gentlemen this is your girl Mitzi and this is Mitzi let's think about it today I have a special guest on my show Martin and we are going to be thinking about intuition and I think this is a topic that needs to be thought about because sometimes we don't really know how to distinguish our in uh, what is intuition and so many things that are going in within our minds so luckily I have Martin here who's gonna give us his perspective on this and so much more I hope so Martin, thank you so much again for being on my show. It is a great, great pleasure to have you. I was looking so much on your websites and I wrote down a ton of questions because I really, really want to pick your mind on this. As a man, I do believe that you have a different outlook on life versus what we as women do because you guys are faced with different obstacles in your life. So for you, I mean, what does intuition mean to have good intuition? Hey Mitzi and hi everyone. Thank you for having me on the show and thank you everyone for making a wise choice to educate yourself about a subject that is very dear to my heart and hopefully by the end of our conversation will become dear to you as well or something that you are interested further exploring and obviously becoming uh, well versed in uh, from the practical application and the benefits that come with developing a strong ability to intuitively perceive and what intuition means to me to make this simple and uh to take out the the metaphysical uh idea to make it as simple as possible we can just break the word into its meaning in tuition or inner tuition or inner learning or guidance it's to to describe this simply what intuition not just only means to me, but what intuition truly is. And obviously in how everyone will perceive it would be different based on their uh, perception of reality, their beliefs, their mindset, and so on and so on. But intuition is an inner ability to know what is true, what is wrong, what is right, what is good, what is bad, uh, on, at many degrees without having any understanding about the subject that you need to know. It means that you don't require any input of data coming through the senses of the body because intuition is tapping into dimension way beyond what the senses can perceive. It's tapping into a sphere known to this metaphysical or spiritual teachers as the Akashic records, or like in simple words, to use an analogy from a modern day, is what I would call the universal database. All living forms, and I don't want to, when I say living forms, this is a very vague term, not just biologically living forms that we understand as uh, human beings on our planet, living forms, but forms that hold any form of consciousness can be seen as transmitters of data or sensors that collect data. 
all of that data is fed into this universal database. And into this universal database, we have access on demand through our intuition. And how this works out, simply put, is the more we grow into our inner stillness, silence and peace and quietness, and we can still the mind, not by trying to not think about something because this is a very uh, futile attempt, but rather by meditating and having deep breaths and just developing various modalities for stillness and mindness, mindfulness and, and so on, the more we can slow down the monkey mind or the conditioned sense mind, the more we can actually hear the small, still voice of intuition. So intuition, again, is inner intuition. It's your inner guidance. It's a system that goes beyond anything that the senses and the mind, at least the conditioned human mind that has to do with information that comes through the senses, which by default is limited, all the latest neuroscience, which has to do, do, has to do with how the brain works and so on, proves that our senses at best are actually making up stuff. And the brain is actually so lazy in its perception of what it's perceiving that it's cutting corners everywhere and using shortcuts in order to save on energy or meaning to not have to process the data that comes through. So it filters out a lot of the data. So at best, the decisions we can make relying on our brains and our senses are vague inferences or deductions on incomplete data. Now, compared to intuition, intuition taps in, again into a source that is universal, that knows directly. You don't need to be an expert on a field of something. You don't have to have a degree. You don't have to be uh, uh, an authoritative, any source to be able to tap to intuition. All it's required is to slow down, slow down and start listening within and the voice will come. And a very uh, fundamental distinction that needs to be created between what thoughts are and intuitive guidance is, is sitting down and analyzing the thoughts that come in those moments of stillness, of inner stillness and silence to see if those thoughts are thoughts that are familiar to you or in a sense that they're new versus old and unrelated to your usual thought patterns. Because if you spend enough time introspecting and being aware of your thoughts, you're going to notice that your thoughts follow a specific thought pattern. And usually they are very rigid in the pattern. The, your thoughts regarding a specific subject are pretty set unless you read something new about it or educate yourself about it, usually no new thought enters in your thought process in that specific context. Correct. With intuition, it's you know it's intuition when those thoughts coming to you are thoughts you never had before or a perspective on things you never had before that is sudden. 
It didn't come because you just read something and all of a sudden this thought came. It's just out of nowhere. Usually intuition, if it's not developed intentionally, is a sporadic thing. It comes and goes in different moments when the mind and the heart are still in, in harmony. Because in order to hear and still the mind, you have to still your heart, meaning like you have to be emotionally stable and very relaxed and peaceful. In brain science, they use this term called alpha brain waves. If you can lower, because in normal beta state, which is the day-to-day -day busy mind's brain activity, our minds are too busy and preoccupied with things. And we now have the capacity to really hear or perceive what comes through the intuition because it's a still small voice. It, the loudest voice in your head is the one of the mind. It's the ongoing monologue <laughs> that you kind of live with from a day-to-day -day basis. Yes, yes. I like I, I really liked your explanation because you really gave an in-depth, like deep, deep thought of what intuition is. And I love your explanation because you're right. It has to be something that you work on and it has to be something that you want to gravitate to because when you actually listen to that voice, it can truly guide you and it can truly help you make decisions with your moral um with your moral compass from right and wrong and good and bad, like you were saying. And I'm glad that you said that because people need to think about this in that in that mindset because intuition isn't just that quick second, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't eat this. Like maybe it's something more, you know, maybe like those big moments where you know you're not supposed to go out because, and then you all of a sudden you find out that there was a, a shooting or a crash or a bridge fell. You know, sometimes those big intuitions are sporadic, like you were saying. And it's amazing to think about how much your spirit, your your inside, your soul can really guide you and, and protect you from yourself and from people around you. I mean, people can't be blinded by what's already happening in them. I think it's like you were saying as well, how we have to silence ourselves and, and get ourselves aligned, you know, because we have a lot going on and especially this day and age where people are constantly rather be in motion versus taking that second to just, you know, stop and shut everything down and just focus on like, what's Martin doing? What's Mitzi's doing? You know, what, what are you doing? You know, and even if it's doing nothing, like you have to center yourself because you can get so caught up in this crazy hustle bustle. I need to keep going. I need to keep going world that when you tap into that intuition, you find a certain peace. Am I right? I mean, for you, I mean, when did you realize that you need to connect more with your own intuition? Well, what I realized uh, in, in my own personal journey and experiences, I've always had this very strong intuition, but I grew up in a family in a world where none of those metaphysical concepts or ideas were really explained or studied or really uh, part of conversation whatsoever between yeah. my friends and so on. I always had a strong knowing within me from early childhood 
I had no word for what this was, but I already, I had a very strong knowing within me whether somebody was lying to me or they were true, whether they were a good person or a bad person, whether something that, let's say, was uh, promoted on TV, some type of social or political propaganda was coming from a place of wellness or like the the greater good of everybody or was someone's personal agenda and interest. Yeah. So I've had this feeling, but I never until like in my 30s when I when I when I started on this inner journey and what I call started working out from the inside out that I discovered what that this was intuition and for many years I've, it's been there I can feel it but it wasn't something that I really had any concept of I really knew how to use or what it was and where it came from and so on it was just something there in the background something that I'm aware of, but I don't really have any concept of. And as as you said, the more I became, so to speak, or returned to what we all are, human beings, being versus doing. Intuition when comes and is most prevalent when you are being or when you're in the state of being versus in the state of doing, because in the state of doing, there is no time for stillness or for you to hear what's coming through intuition. Yeah. Although it's possible through gut feeling and so on in circumstances when you are in environments that, again, you might be offered to go and do something or to go hang out with someone or so on and so on. So trust that gut feeling. If if you feel within your body that something feels wrong or somebody's telling you something and your inner tuition is telling you this person, it might be, uh, let's put it this way, uh, very sweet in their expression and this and that, but intuitively or gut wise, you feel this like uh, something's not doesn't feel right. Yeah. Follow through on this and trust that because it's there to serve you and to to help you or to save you from unnecessary struggles yeah, or struggles. Yeah or anything that might not be optimal for you at this very moment. But for me, again, it was just going through the journey, becoming more still, learning to meditate, learning to slow down and just be to let the intuition come through. Because what I've discovered in my personal journey is that there is no challenge or let's put it this way, a struggle in one's life that intuition cannot solve or bring a solution for if you allow it to come through. And if you just are curious about how to solve your whatever life challenges at the moment, intuition will guide you how to do it. And again, the simplest way to discern whether this guidance is intuitive or it's just your own thoughts is that your own thoughts follow a predictable pattern that you can spot. If you've mm -hmm. analyzed your thoughts, sit with yourself with awareness of your own thought process, you will realize again that your thoughts follow a repetitive, predictable pattern. Intuition is a type of thought that just comes out of nowhere suddenly 
again, if you haven't consciously developed your intuition and done a lot of spiritual development and work, and you know that it's intuition because it's absolutely different what from your normal thought process. It just doesn't fit in. It's all it's out of the thing. And your rational mind is gonna have an issue with that because it will be like, uh, oh, but how will I go about this? Or who who says so? Right. So you have to, there is this process when you really learn to trust the intuition and implement and follow through because this is very important it's great to have intuition but if you don't follow through on it and you don't learn to have trust and faith in the intuitive guidance then there's not much benefit to it is it i agree i mean there's really no benefit to it if you don't actually tap into it just like you said because once you do you learn how to walk differently, think differently, act differently, approach other people differently. Your frame of mind is able to truly perceive life in such a different way that you try to connect more with that part of you, you know? And once you connect more, I mean, it's truly amazing what you can go into, you know, because it's something like you said earlier, how you were always intuitive as a child and you kind of always knew when somebody's lying and when somebody is just, you know, being honest or they have a personal motive, you know, I've, I've had those senses as well and those intuitions and every time, every time I went against it because I listened to the wrong voice, I always, always had to struggle or deal with an obstacle but like you said you tap into that intuition again and it really know you know how to get yourself out of it and not only that you know how to move forward around those type of individuals who are self-driven and have bad motives I mean it's a it's a different type of walk in life once you get to that point but like you said you have to have that moment to connect with your spirit you know first and foremost because I feel like it's it's connected in some way somehow in my perspective and versus and from what you were saying for me that's how I make sense of it but I'm pretty sure other people are going to make sense of it in a different way but I liked how you were able to also say that you can separate the fear of what's what comes in and how you know if it's a repetitive voice because it is f familiar it is something like a routine and usually that routine either, either keeps you angry or keeps you sad or keeps you in this negative fog where you won't find the light at the end of the tunnel because when you do I mean you like you said you really connect with that intuitiveness where you you can get out of it and you can really see the light at the end of the tunnel so this is this has been such an interesting topic because I wasn't expecting for this topic to go in the direction that it did. You know, I thought you were going to say something simple. <laughs> and, you know, you really you really gave more of an in-depth um, perspective on this. And I appreciate that honesty and that and the realness, that authenticity that you bring into this conversation, Martin, because I think it's it's needed. And I'm, I'm, I'm just curious with your book that you came out. Do you talk about this as well in your book? Uh, yes, absolutely. Actually, uh, the, the book that I'm about to publish very soon called Superb Men's Ultimate Guide to Life Mastery is built upon a system called the DAI, 
as in a dice, the game of dice, or like, okay. or in other words, if you learn and apply the system in your life, you can start living on the roll instead of on the toll. And as any cube or die, my system has six pillars or six dimensions to it or six principles. And the first one is the soul or the spirit or this essence within us that is transcendent, that is everlasting, that it goes beyond this perishable temporary state of body. Mm-hmm. It goes beyond that because this is what our true essence is. And the next pillar or principle in my book is intuition. And they're absolutely related to each other because the more you develop and grow into self-consciousness or you discover what your essence truly is, the stronger your intuition becomes because intuition is an inbuilt quality of the soul. This is where it actually comes from. This is your essence within, your ability to know your connection to source at all times. So you have access to all the information that ever been created and will be created at any point in time. So you can know anything you want to know on demand. However, obviously this takes a very particular type of development and dedication yeah. like everything else worthwhile in life. It's not something that you would be able to do, but there are many ways to approach it if you are somebody curious to go about it. But obviously, again, the more you grow into soul consciousness or understanding of what truly the self with capital letters is, the more your your intuition grows, expands, and starts to bring you all the amazing guidance and just understanding on a much greater degree of what truth, reality, and wisdom is versus all the thoughts and just external input and what I call noise that comes out of the external world. And there's plenty of evidence. There's a lot of not even spiritual teachers or people or popular and uh, well-known personalities that have been over the centuries that have genuinely vouched for the power and their reliance on intuition to guide them. And most of them have been inventors and businessmen. Thomas Edison was one. Another one of his time was Nikola Tesla. Another one was... Albert Einstein, and one of the recent times was Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple. So if these very pragmatic inventors themselves credit intuition for the greatest inventions, not their own self and their own thoughts, then there might be some truth to it. (laughs) So I highly encourage you to dive deeper and really explore because we all have it. It's just a skill that we have completely 
disconnected from in many ways in our society obviously has no 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 educational programs or anything of that nature that encourages the development or empowers us to really develop that inner knowing because it's counterintuitive we got to know all the we got to know directly what all these agendas and propagandas and all these not so necessarily good for great the greater good for all ideas that have been propagated out there and promoted on a day-to-day basis, we're going to know whether or not they are true. So obviously they have the the sincere interest for people not to have the intuition. So they keep buying into the, again, the false data, errors, and incomplete data that can only be perceived perceived through the senses and processed through the brain in a very, let's put it this way, unreliable process, because I'm sure you've all made important decisions in your life based on information. And most of the time they did not turn out the way you hoped for. Yeah, most definitely. I think that's absolutely right. And I'm glad that you have that in your book and that you've written it down for individuals so that they can, read it and perceive it in a different way because writing is such a beautiful talent to have because when you're able to write everything that you're saying into words that are broken down into systems and into a perspective for not only men but for just anyone in general who's seeking this inner connection with themselves and this um this further knowledge because it's like you said they don't teach this at school they barely want to teach the right history so why would they want to teach you how to connect with your spirit and to connect with the reality of what you are as a being because it's like you said we are human beings we are beings we are in this temporary vessel for now but in reality whatever happens next this is this is staying behind so wouldn't you want to connect with the inner being within you the being that truly knows what's best for you and how to guide you to the next level or the next stage in your life and i and i'm glad that you have this out and i and i hope that anybody in my audience that is interested to know more about martin please go check out his website he has some great concepts on there and he has some great information so that you can get connected with him and I have his website on my on my website. You can find his lovely photo there. Just click on it right away. And there you go. You go straight directly to him. So thank you, Martin, for being on my show. Quickly before the show wraps up and it shuts out on us, what can be some lasting words that you can leave the audience with to just keep thinking? I would love to share a short story with everyone yeah. that is uh, going to give you an idea of what I talked about throughout the conversation so, so at once upon a time in the african savanna lived a very very hungry tired and late in her pregnancy lioness that was kind of like a uh let's put it this way very very dominant and single-minded so she didn't prowl with a with a bunch of other female lions she had her own uh grounds to keep and so on so she was barely making her way through through the great savannah and the big grasses because she was uh, due to deliver very soon and haven't had any food for for a long time and she was 
praying and hoping that she will get lucky to to score a nice nice big meal because she was feeling that her energy and everything was ab about to leave her soon if she didn't find some food and luckily while she was hiding in some tall grasses all of a sudden a uh, big flock of sheep came by and nearby here was this this like two three four year um old three four months old lamb and she got really excited so she concentrated greatly on this lamp and was committed to, to get that meal so she just jumped extremely hard and gave it all she got because that was that was her like last chance to score a meal it was live or die basically so she got the 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 little lamp and just ran and hide into some other bushes somewhere to enjoy her meal however along that process of concentrating and exerting so much energy in that moment she unnoticeably to her gave birth to a little male lion who that she left behind and lo and behold years later the local shepherds discovered that there was a very interesting sheep lion that hangs out with a flock of sheep, behaves like sheep, bleat with sheep, but it was a great male big lion with a nice mane and the tail up in the, the air and like walking proudly, but it was, had all the tendencies of the sheep. So one day, another great big male lion came along and stumbled upon this very intriguing flock of sheep and he was stupefied for a moment he thought it was hallucinating he was just like are my eyes making up things like what is this great lion doing among these sheep he's either the the smartest con artist in the world trying to like blend with them to get them or something's really wrong there i don't know what's going on so she he he took a few moments to just observe and study the circumstances in the situation just from pure curiosity however after spending a few more minutes he realized that this lion wasn't a con artist he wasn't trying to trick the sheep that he was one of them he was actually really like one of them so he was like wow this is this is extremely interesting i need to get closer and explore this so what he did he just took a giant leap and jumped to get closer to that sheep line and uh, you can imagine the whole flock of sheep seeing that great big line flying through the air, just scattered in all directions. And the only thing left was the sheep lion just covering his eyes. It's like, please, please, please don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. I'm just a sheep. I'm just a sheep. I'm just a sheep. And he was just afraid to look out. And he can sense that this other big lion was just getting closer and closer to him. So among this fear, he just literally pissed himself from fear. And this other lion got so upset by seeing that he slammed them on the head and pulled them to a little stream nearby and showed his face in the water and his face and said, hey, look at this reflection. This face roars. 
And the same lion lives within you. Society has brainwashed you for all of your life that you are a sheep. My invitation for you is to awaken that lion within you and discover what your true essence is and start bleeding and buying into the hypnosis of limitation, of lack, of all these things that society wants you to give your power to and buy into. There you go. That's beautiful. That's an amazing story. Because I was I was listening. I was very intrigued. Like, okay, what's going to happen? And I was like, yes, you got to have an ending as beautiful as that. I love it. Thank you so much, Maren. That is truly something to leave us off really thinking about. Are you a sheep? Are you a sheep just acting like a sheep? But in reality, you know you're a lion. You know you're made for more. You know you deserve more. You know you need to tap into the, the true authenticity of who you are. So step into it, ladies and gentlemen. Always, always keep thinking. Thank you again, Martin. This was such a great conversation. Thank you for being on my show. Always keep pleasure. thinking, ladies and gentlemen. Bye.